I live in Israel. This season is dedicated to the memory of the 1,400 of my countrymen who were massacred on October 7th, and the 240 people that were kidnapped and are being held hostage by the terrorist organization Hamas. Hopefully they will be returned to their families as soon as possible, and hopefully this terrible war will be able to come to a peaceful end very soon. Welcome to Minute 28 of Season 6 of Move Around Minute, the daily podcast where we take a Capra-esque journey through the 1946 classic, It's a Wonderful Life, One Minute at a Time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is Lisa Leahy of the Rabbit Hole Podcast. Welcome back, Lisa. Thank you, Rob. I'm excited to be here. We've made it to hump day. Yes, we have. And, and aren't you on vacation already? Or, or is I am. You're, yeah, there you go. It's going way too fast. Way, way, way too fast. But, uh, you know, I can't believe we're almost at the end of the year already. Can you stand it? And that's true. But, uh, you know, it's, it's as, as I say with everything, it's better than the alternative. That's <laughs> uh, true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It's the end of the, it's the, end of the world here. as we know it. You know, that type of thing. So, yeah. Yes. I'm, as as l- at least I'm in some, some somewhat cold temperatures. A little warmer than it should be, but uh, I'll take it. Exactly. Well, I mean, tomorrow... Will be the the first day of winter, so you you still have a little time to wait. Maybe tomorrow it'll get colder. Who knows? Oh, bring me the snow. Bring me all of the snow. <laughs> all right. So minute twenty eight begins with uh, Mary and George still uh, singing their duet, and ends with George talking about uh, male pattern baldness. <laughs> it's the most famous minute in the entire film, talking about this guy's baldness. Yes. <laughs> the truth is, it does. It has my favorite line from the movie. So, you know, of course, it, it still uh, still works. Does. So we ended things yesterday with George and Mary uh, singing off key. Yes. And with you singing off key. Do you well, that, read, that was yesterday. Some of that? No, no, no. Oh, neither. we're not I getting think, that twice from you. I think I think I let people suffer enough yesterday through it. Uh, we're not going to start by <laughs> it. So they, they finished their duet by saying dance by the light of the moon. And then I love the way that that George continues and in the same tone, in the same intonation of the song, he goes, what did you wish for when you threw the rock? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we did get some more singing from you. Yeah, it's not really singing, but uh, I like it. And she said, oh no, come on, tell me. If I told you, it might not come true. So you see, we talked about this yesterday that she wanted him to tell her what his wish was, but when it comes to her, you know, maybe, maybe she just you know, she doesn't want his wish to come true, but she wants her wish to come true. And see, that's where I think I, it was going. Yeah, I think so. You know, she's right. not wishing for a bunch of things. She's wishing just for one thing. It's a big thing, but it's it's a thing. That's right. And it's something that we pretty much know all the way. You know, we've known this for a few weeks because even when George was 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 a young boy of 12, mm-hmm. she whispered it into his ear. So yes. it, it's been nine years, but uh, she she hasn't changed her ideas about that. It's too cute. Too cute. And then he looks at her and goes, what does he want, Mary? What do you want? You want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon. 
Now, whenever I've whenever I watch this movie or listen to this phrase, so over the last twenty years, it has my my thoughts on this phrase are completely changed. Okay, have have you ever seen uh, Bruce Almighty? Oh yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's so the scene you mean. <laughs> it's such a cute scene. Yeah, the fact that he pulls the moon closer. Yes. And inadvertently, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I never everything. thought about this. He, <laughs> he wrecks everything because I, I never knew or I never thought about the fact that the moon is connected to the tides. Yes, it is indeed. Yeah. So, I mean, because it's very interesting. You, you, you know, you think about the fact that the, you know, any type of gravitational pull that is, you know, was it millions of miles uh, away, but it's, there's still mm-hmm. that gravity that that's pulling it, you know, and the, the, yeah. the, and the, the gravity from the moon is what actually pulls the, 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 you know, the earth is pulling one the way and, and, and the moon is pulling the other way and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, what they basically do is, is they create what are known as high tides. When they're when both sides are pulling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there is, of course, the scientific, brilliant film 2022 from Roland Emmerich called Moonfall. Which mm-hmm. is a big deal about what happens when the moon gets too close to the earth. I mean, this is this is science at its very, very best. This film. Uh, yeah, that was that was it. It was it was a fun idea that is that just such a mess. It lost. I it, love it, it. It started off really well and then it just really just lost it it completely. I love it so much. At no point did I think this was going to be a quality film, and I got every last bit of it that I wanted. Right. I actually went and saw it in the theater. Oh, I, did <laughs> I too. wasted. I wasted money on that one. <laughs> no, I think you 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 gave money to a good cause to make sure we get more of them. I love a terrible disaster film. Oh, I, I love them too, but uh, you know I don't necessarily need to see them in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> the bigger, the better. Although I can't do IMAX, it makes me queasy. Yeah, I I, I rarely see stuff in IMAX. I've I've seen the last movie I saw in IMAX was 1917. Which was amazing oh, wow. to watch, and that, I went. That must have been incredible. I went. That, that was like the second or third time that I saw it. I think it was maybe the second time, and, and I, I knew I had the opportunity to see an IMAX, and I said, "All right, I'm going to go do that." Oof, must have been incredible. Actually, you know what? I think I saw Oppenheimer also in IMAX, but that wasn't that incredible. On, I mean, it, I love that film. No, I love the movie, but I didn't. Don't think Not I needed to be seen that. I don't way, think yes. I needed to see it in IMAX. That that was my point. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So, yeah, and then he also mentions, uh, you know, that, that he's going to take a lasso. All right. Now, do you know other names for a lasso? No, I guess I don't. I mean, I know it's the rope by which, you know, cowboys herd their cattle and rope their, you know, buckaroos or whatever it is they're doing. I have a friend, the the state teacher of the year in Arizona, uh, can use a lasso and was demonstrating it for us earlier this year. There you go. That, that's, that, that's what you do in space camp. You know. Yep. Yes, exactly yeah, what we did. That's I, what he I showed know, it to us. I'm aware of that. <laughs> I told that story then too. Good grief. No, you didn't tell the story, but I just oh, okay. if you're talking about you meeting other other uh you know uh was it uh toadies? What do you call you what do you guys call yourselves? Oh uh see so I guess stody, but I don't do that. Like S T O Y is what I use, but some of them say stody. Yeah. Oh, because it's state. 
Okay. State. Yeah. Teacher state year. teacher of the year. Uh, okay. Right. So I assumed that it was when you were in space camp, that, that you did, yes. which I'm still very jealous. That of. actually was, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I know you got to go, uh, you know, you got, you got to go into to Fenway park onto, onto the, Onto the field. I know all these things. Yes, you get to do. I did get to do that. That was super cool too. Yeah. But is it something you can only do once? You can only be teacher of the year once? I think so. I can't imagine. I mean, it's not my turn again. Like that's taking ah, they recognition take turns? from somebody else who deserves it. You know, no, no, it's not that they take turns. <laughs> hey, but this time it's I don't turn. think it's fair for somebody to get it twice. I don't know. I mean, like I've been my school's teacher of the year more than once. But I don't I don't think that as far as the state goes, that it should be the same person more than once. OK, there are too many unrecognized teachers out there that that I don't think that would be appropriate. OK, that's fair. I understand. But you're saying in your school, there aren't too many uh, teachers that, that are unrecognized. So you deserve I think there to are get many more time. unrecognized. Don't God. <laughs> Stop putting words in my mouth, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there are certain years when people tend to do, you know, a big number of things. So, okay, that's fair. you know, there were certain years where like I had done a lot of things and I think that's why people nominated me. So, okay, that's fair. So back to lassos. Sorry, we, we got off the topic there a little bit second. So a lasso is also known as a riata or a lariat. Oh, that one I've heard before. Yes. Lariat. I've heard before. I feel like that's in um like, like Microsoft Paint or something. I think I got Lariat from that. Uh, it could be. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like cropping photos and stuff. Right. So basically, it's a it it a lasso is made from stiff rope that has a noose that stays open when the lasso is thrown, and uh, you know you can easily open it up uh, while you're on horseback in order to release the cattle because the rope is stiff enough to be pushed a little. Um, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of different types you of push it forward to like, yeah, yeah, you have a whole bunch of different types of knots. You have what is known as a, a Honda knot, which is also considered a loop knot. And you have an ice splice and a rawhide and a metal ring and stuff like that. You know, it's like, it, it sounds like all these different, uh, you know, cowboy TV shows. These are the names of, yeah. you know, people use it in, uh, in rodeos and other competitive events when you're doing cow roping and team roping and. Yeah, things like that when you're, or I mean, or when you're, uh, you know, a city slicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, Jimmy Stewart did make a lot of westerns. Yes, he did. He definitely did. How far back do you think the word lasso goes? Oh God, that's a history con- question. I have no idea. Uh, let's say 1870 something. Okay, well, the 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 early 19th century, which is obviously around the time the cowboys started uh okay it comes from the uh castilian word uh, lazo oh, which uh basically know that. means a noose or a snare which is and that goes all the way back to the 13th century wow i think i like the snare part better although it's not really you know when you think about it both are very appropriate for the context right. exactly because a snare when i think of a snare i think of something that's going to capture the, the feet the trap. like a trap you know, like, like, yeah. uh, you know, like what happened in Return of the Jedi when, when, uh, Chewie wants to go, you know, uh, check out that meat and they all end up in that snare. Yep. You know, and yep. almost end up as, uh, dinner for the Ewer. <laughs> yeah. So basically, there are a lot of flaws in, in what, uh, George wants to do with the, with this lasso in the moon. And he continues by, 
by talking about it. And he goes, hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give it. I'll give you the moon, Mary. She goes, I'll take it. Then what? Well, you can swallow it and it would all dissolve. See? And the moonbeams would shoot out of your fingers and your toes and the ends of your hair. Am I talking too much? Now, yes. first of all, <laughs> before we even answer that question, he's just completely, you know, going in just a very strange direction with this whole conversation. <laughs> it makes no sense what he's saying about the, no. you know, about letting it dissolve and it'll, you know, okay. it'll It gets creepy. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that it's going to shoot out from your fingers and, 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 you know, the, the end of your hair. Yeah, that's just, and your toes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's like, who is this? This is guy? not attractive. That's right. You know, how much did George have to drink tonight? Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, it is still uh, prohibition, but, but still, you know, but, but we know there was drinking at the party because. Of course, because, it happens. No, well, Pa Bailey told him, you know, uh, told Harry that he can't drink. So, he could even a little bit. <laughs> nope. And <laughs> then we 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 get the response from the old man on the on on the uh, porch after after George asks, "Am I talking too much?" And he goes, "Yes." And this is my second favorite line in this movie: "Is why don't you kiss her instead of talking to her to death?" <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he looks at him and goes, how's that? And, you know, do you think he really didn't hear him? Is it because of his trickier or is he just, he, maybe he's baffled? No, I think he didn't hear or is him. He... I mean, frankly, <laughs> I heard it. And I thought he said, um, instead of tonguing her to death, and I went, wait a minute. And then he said it again. And I went, oh, he said, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not quite what would have been. Uh, no, in that no, time no. Period. Well, uh, later, a little more appropriate. Later on, there are some phrases about, but... that he uses. Is, uh, you know, he talks about necking and, and uh, she says making love. So, you know. Yeah, that's true. Scandalous. Very, very. Well, um, no, I don't think I don't. Because this is the first time they even notice he's there. So I don't think either of them hears him. That's properly. right. And then he says, why don't you kiss her instead of talking to her to death? And George looks at him mm-hmm. and goes, you want me to kiss her, huh? And he looks at him, and this is my favorite <laughs> line of the entire movie. Oh, youth is wasted on our own people. And then he just gets fed it's up. So true. He just gets fed up and walks out. So I, I looked up actually who this actor was. You know, mm-hmm. And one of the things also is very cool, if you, if you pay attention earlier in this minute, you can see him like in the background, blurred, looking at them. Aw. You know, like when when like when that. he's talking about the he's going to bring in the moon and stuff like that. The shot shows him in the background. So this is oh, this is cool. a character played. The the character's name is basically uh, Man on Porch. <laughs> uh, the the actors. It really that's right. The that actor's one. name is Dick Elliott, who mm-hmm. was born in 1886. Which means that when they they made this movie, he was sixty years old. You know, he wow. he actually looks a lot uh, older than sixty. You know, I'm coming up on fifty, and you know, I don't think this guy looks ten years older than I am. We, you know? but we are a very different generation. Yeah, for right? sure. Like we are all like everybody in our group. Like none of us look our age, none of us act our age, and I think that has a lot to Could do be. with it. You know, this is a guy smoking his pipe. This is a guy who's probably worked a lot of manual labor in his day, you know, like I think it's a different right. time period. Okay. That's fair. Didn't have our skincare routines. Uh, of course. <laughs> and 
and uh, he he and he passed away in 1961 at the age of 75, and he has Aww. 380 IMDb credits. Look at him! Yeah. Pretty prolific, very, this guy. Very. And uh, four things that that popped out at me of movies that he was in or TV shows. He was in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington in a small part. He was in High Noon. There you go. In a small part. Uh, obviously, this movie. Mm-hmm. He was in Abe Lincoln in Illinois in a small part. And on the first season of Andy Griffith, he actually played the mayor, Mayor Pike. Oh, my father. But he passed that. away uh, after you know after that first season, and they just replaced the character with someone else uh, for the second season. Yeah, I guess you have to. Yes, yes. And he just gets completely fed up at this point, and and just goes in the house. <laughs> I love it. But that's even as like George is saying, you know, I'll give you something along. No, and then as it's he's really as he's wonderful. walking away, George tries to stand up for himself. You know, and and. Uh, <laughs> The worst way That's possible. Right. And Mary looks at him and is trying to, to 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 stop him, you know, from saying anything. And he goes, "Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hey, Mister, come on back out here. I'll show you some kissing that'll put hair back on your head." So great. <laughs> She's mortified. I think that's a fantastic That's right. moment. It's like one of the few moments in this sequence where she's not in control anymore. It's like this is where the power starts to turn. That's right. Because she just has no desire to really know what it is that, you know, she doesn't want to be seen for this type of thing. Well, she doesn't want somebody to watch. She wants a private romantic moment. This is not what she's looking no, for at all. No, she's just embarrassed that he's saying that out loud. You know? Yes. Of course. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's not how it's supposed to go. It's not supposed to be some giant, you know, peep show. That's right. No, but part of the whole thing. Foreshadowing later events. Right. But, but. Part of the issue here is is that, as we mentioned earlier this week, George George has never experienced these things. Mm-hmm. He's he's maybe read about them, but he hasn't experienced. He's got no idea. Nope, no idea whatsoever. Right. Which which is just very interesting that that you know that that's his comeback. <laughs> I'll show you kissing yeah. that'll put hair back on your head. Like oh good grief, guy! <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. That's right. Yeah, it's just uh, very, very strange the the way that uh, that 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 is. I, it's it's also a strange insult <laughs> to say someone. Oh, it's it's the worst. It's from somebody who doesn't know what he's doing. It's just this amazing thing where he's like, "All right, here's what I'll do. I'll show you, guy." And it's like, "Uh huh, yeah." <laughs> yeah, but to say I'm I'm gonna show you kissing that'll put hair back on your head. You know, I'm trying to think of like what, what, what is he? You know, what is his intention by saying that? <laughs> I don't think he knows what his intention is. He's just trying to be tough, and he's not no. good at it at all. No, not at all. Even though he he's pretty good at standing up against Potter throughout this movie. Yes. Well, that's well, that's throughout the movie. You know, this is you know here he here in the bank he knows what he's doing. Here he doesn't have the faintest clue. True. And so he's stumbling around a bit. But when it comes to logic and numbers and the family business, he's got a uh, he's got something to stand on, you know. Right. Okay, that's true. That's fair. Um, okay, so that's all I have for this minute. Do you have anything else uh, you want to say about this minute? I think we covered it. <laughs> you keep saying that. <laughs> I'm just gonna make it my oh, refrain. Okay. I'm gonna change my name on 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 X to be. I think we covered it. <laughs> 
All right. So every Wednesday we have a segment called It's a Wonderful Wednesday. And the the basis behind this segment is basic is the idea that ever since this movie came out 77 years ago, there have been numerous upon numerous uh, movies, TV shows, uh, books, even some songs that have taken the, the the basic premise of this movie and try to try to make it their own and try and find something new, or whatever. So every week I, I pick one of them and we, we, we talk a little bit about them. And I, I try to pick something that, that maybe my guests will, will have some connection to or will know about. Uh, hopefully you do. Um, this time I actually decided to go with, with something that's somewhat connected. It, it's not someone looking back at how their life, you know, how the world would be without them. But for th- this is actually a movie from 1998 about what would happen uh, if a character did something different and, you know, how would that have affected their, their future as opposed to affecting the past? Is this sliding yes, doors? <laughs> Look at me knowing That's things. Right. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. Though. Really? I just rented it out to people at Blockbuster. I've never watched it. I know. I remember the cover box. I can tell you the box very clearly. Um, but I, I never actually saw it. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, wow. I'm wearing my Blockbuster shirt. Oh, wow. Yes. Like, I am very I on brand I can see that. I can today. see that. <laughs> yeah, but the, the problem is that now I'm going to talk about the movie and I'm going to give things away to you. I know what the movie's about. It's fine. <laughs> I also remember that there was the, the music I, video that came out at the time. Do you, do you, like, I was in the 90s, I was a big MTV person. So, like, I would, I would, I would see mm-hmm. all these, uh, you know, video clips of that were songs that were used in movies. And stuff like that, and uh, some of them were, were really great. For for sliding doors, the video was a song called "Turn Back Time" from Aqua. You know the ones. Uh... I do not okay, know well, the song. Aqua did uh, "Barbie Girl." That's Barbie right. Girl. So yeah. this is a a ballad that they had, which is which is just great. You should if mm. if you get a chance, you should go and to you know find it on uh, YouTube. It's very it, it's very I simple. Will. It's it it happens to be. A great song. I re- I, re- I listened to it again today, and it's just great the way they did. It. And the the video also is is connected to the whole idea of the movie. The whole the, so the premise of the movie is is there's a character who played by Gwyneth Paltrow who uh, goes to work one one morning. You know, she leaves leaves her her boyfriend, goes to work one morning, and she ends up getting fired. And then as she's on her way back home, misses her train. And then the, 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 the movie d- like rewinds slightly and we see a way for her to actually get back on the train. And from that point on, we basically are watching two halves of a story because it shows us, mm-hmm. you know, what happens because she caught the train and what happens because she missed the train. You know, these two lives yeah. that she could potentially be, be living. You know, so because on the in the time when she actually does catch the the train, so she gets home relatively early and catches her boyfriend having an affair, which changes her life completely. Because here she just gotten fired, now right. she's no longer in, her, in in this relationship, and she needs to to figure out what to do with her life. And then in the other uh, story that's being told, where she misses the train, so she ends up taking a taxi. Or it's just walking, and then she gets um, she someone attempts to mug her, and then uh, she gets slightly injured, 
So a cab driver takes her to the hospital, and by the time she finally gets home, her her boyfriend's uh, ex girlfriend, ex lover, is no longer there. So she doesn't know that he's having an affair. Uh, it doesn't find but out. But now she needs to find a new job and things like that. So it's it's just very. I I really enjoy the 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 idea of the movie because we, we all have that, you know, with you know. Uh, in, in just about anyone's life that you think about what would happen had I chosen to go right instead of left or what would have happened had I, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, the, the, the way that this movie presents it is just great, you know, because it, yeah, I need to, I definitely yeah. need to so say, I, I won't give away too much of the movie beyond that because I mean, the, the whole idea of, of her catching her, her boyfriend or not, that that's obviously a very big plot point, but it's right at, towards the beginning of the, of the movie anyway. So that, uh, that really works. And, and it, it's nice the way that, that they have, you know, these, these two different timelines that are running, running parallel and they keep jumping back and forth between them. And they do a very clever thing that in the, the timeline where she, where she catches her, her boyfriend, so she then gets her, she gets a new hairstyle. Gets her hair cut short. As you do. That's <laughs> apparently you, a thing we do. I was just going to bring that up. That That is something that, that I find really, <laughs> and I've always found that fascinating. The, the idea that, that women apparently, when they go through a really bad breakup, will will get a haircut. And mm. it, it actually, I recall it happened when I, I was going out with someone very seriously. This was 27 years ago. And when we broke up, she went and got her haircut. And it was just like, you know, it just baffled me that this is what, 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 yeah. uh, what women do in order to move on with their lives. You know, that you, you have to change. Yeah, it's, it's, it, there's an interesting psychology there. I think, I think sometimes it's like whatever hairstyle they're wearing is typically something that their significant other really liked. So they're like, well, I'm going to take care of this. That way I'm not looking at you anymore. Or, you know, it's just sort of like I'm going to shed sort of the skin idea. Um, I don't think I've done it. I mean, I've had a couple of bad breakups, but I don't think I've ever been one of those people who be like, I'm going to cut off all my hair and I'm going to dye it purple or whatever. Like, it's never been really my psychology, but I certainly get where it's coming right. from. Okay, that, that's fair. There, There's actually a... Mm-hmm. Just like trying on a yes. new you. There's there's a movie from 1990 called Love at Large with uh, Tom Berenger and uh, Ann Archer and Elizabeth Perkins, and it's a movie by Ann, uh, by Alan Rud- Rudolph. And I remember seeing this in the early 90s. So basically, the woman talks about how she wants to to break up with uh, either her boyfriend or husband doesn't really matter. And and uh, so Tom Berenger's character says, look. Just let him go. Wipe him out of your memory. Whatever you do, don't be jealous. You'll start hurting yourself. You'll feel guilty. Your hair. You'll cut your hair. And I kind of like it the way it is. Yep. And, you know, when I remember when I saw this, I was like, this is just crazy that in this movie they talk about that. You know, apparently. Apparently it is. (laughs) And uh, so in, in this movie, they use it as a plot point in order to show you know which which timeline we're we're dealing with well it helps yeah it makes it easy to to distinguish exactly and you know this this the, the whole idea of sliding doors fits in you know with the whole uh, back to the future 2 theme you know of where you're creating a new universe that's skewed off 
the original one, mm-hmm. you know, be based on your decision. It's it's a multiverse, basically. Oh, I, like I, love those, I, like I love those. I love those ideas. Idea. And uh, you know, I, I will not say that this that Sliding Doors is an amazing movie. It's not, but it's got a great concept, and you know, it it, it works for 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 what it's worth. And so yeah, so Lisa, this is your homework before next season. You will have seen Sliding Doors. I will there do it. Go. And again, I look at watch it for the concept, not necessarily for for. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easily accessible too. There it's all go. over the place. Like Hulu's got it, Peacock's got it, Roku, Tubi, Voodoo, there everybody's go. got it. So I I will have no there you trouble go. grab your husband. Say we're sitting down, we're watching a movie, and uh, you know, and don't cut your hair. <laughs> nope. All right. Nope. Great. Won't do it. So, Lisa, you want to once again tell people where they can find Lisa Lee. Sure, you can catch me on the Rabbit Hole Podcast Network on shows like Pictures and Conversations, which is our Rabbit Hole Podcast Book Club. We pick a book every month and then we are discussing it, uh, pretty much what every other book club is, only we actually do read the book. Um, and, you know, we're we're just beyond our wrap-up episode, and so next month we'll be talking about a new book for the new year. And uh, you can also catch me on Between the Scares, in which Jason Soto and I are working our way through every film that Blumhouse and Jason Blum himself have produced. And thankfully, we are firmly into the horror films because he did some really terrible, mushy, strange movies. And I'm glad I'm not watching those currently. Yeah, but you've already watched them, haven't you? (laughs) Thank God. But every now and then, another one slips in there and it's like, dude, stop doing favors for people. (laughs) All right. That's fair. All right, and finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Move Around Minute. You can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Twitter, and you can find me on my website, movearoundminute.com. So, until tomorrow, hot dog. Hot dog. I love you truly, truly, dear. Life with its sorrow, life with its tears. 